0: to go um this is turn of the screw podcast i say podcast too much i just realized it's in our title because i don't know how to take that out of our feed our rss feed to all of your you podcasters out there
1: just in case people think this is the actual novel by henry
0: james (gasps) is there a novel called rss (laughs) maybe i can read it no the turn of the screw oh turn of the screw (laughs)
1: right (laughs) There's a novel called, well, if there isn't, we're going to write it, yeah. and it's going to be sexy, right? Yeah.
0: Wouldn't that be? No, it's no, the most sexy thing, RSS feeds. We can do it. But I have to figure out how to take podcasts out of our, it's a redundancy. It's a podcast, obviously. It's hosted as such. Anyhow, welcome to ours. This is Caitlin.
1: Welcome to ours. What if we just started that way? Welcome to ours, everybody. <laughs> you just have to assume what we mean. This is Martha. Sorry, being snarky.
0: Well, we have a really special episode for you, and that is specifically around the weird and odd events that have occurred over the past first week of my living in a new place. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to do my best to give the listeners a sense of what the estate looks like. I want to do the best to also preserve my privacy and not have people all over whatever podcasting land yeah because otherwise people
1: will be flying from all over just to just get to come to my house it, yeah.
0: it will kind of be like uh, the amityville horror yeah house. that's
1: how good this story is you guys i know
0: that's how good it really it really is i it actually is pretty good <laughs> and i'm gonna awesome.
1: i'm gonna do my best not to like insert myself so much mm. into this story because i think i was doing i was like this is happening like no, this is happening to. to me i mean it's you're living here. I get to go home at night. So yeah,
0: but um, thanks for that reminder. This is true. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so well, we're sitting in the house. Yes. Yeah, so this is also a special episode. It's the first ever um recording in the new house. So we're It's, lovely. It. it's beautiful. I'll add photos again with being discreet, for discreet photos of my house. Um, not that it's like Architectural Digest or interior design, but I, I have my own quirky sense of thrift store mm-hmm. chic, and I like it. So yeah, I a, a week ago. I'll just jump right into go it. Go for it. Yep. Yeah, a yep, week yep. ago Martha helped me move into. they pretty cool. Like yeah, st- two strong, independent women. Yep. Moved into moved one of them into a new, not new a ninth, <laughs> an old cottage. You're off to a great start so far. <laughs> yeah, I might have to edit this out. Oh no, Actually, no, no! I love this. This is
1: great. Do you like this? Yeah. Okay.
0: I can. We can also go. The back. messier, the better. Okay.
1: We got to be like, honest you, about who
0: we are. How do you preface this kind of a story?
1: Yeah, we, I feel like I should we should put the scripts. hashtags on it like hashtag spooky. Ooh. Ooh. The house is shook. The house just shook when my landlord is here. Scary. Hashtag
0: mm-hmm. what the fuck? WTF. Yeah. WTF, but not WTF, the pod. I love Mark <laughs> Marin. Um, yeah, all the, th- so obviously this isn't a scripted intro, which I kind of am regretting not doing that. Because, yeah, it's been such a build-up. I feel like it's unreal what happened. And that is because it's so absurd, and it's a little bit embarrassing how absurd it is. Because I was really hoping with living in a vintage, 100-year-old historical landmark house, that it was just going to be a beautiful place to live in, and not Mm -hmm. any cliche, spooky stories yeah, to but be associated with it. I think,
1: I think the, the first time, time you told me about it or even posted pictures, I'm like, oh my God, it's haunted. Yeah. I can't wait because it's haunted. And
0: so many people <laughs> said that. And it's like, oh yeah, I wanted to have a... Let's face it. It's kind of cool. The idea of something being a little oh, spooky yeah. he is really glamorous. I think people like us. Yeah. But actually living in a haunted house, I am a chicken. I'm a baby. If I hear weird noises at night, I cannot yeah. sleep.
1: Well, well once, once you're, you're alone, it's so totally different. different. It I can is. talk a big game, but then when Chase goes off for a work trip, I'm like,
0: oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm i not going to lie. I sleep with the like a light on. Oh, yeah. I sleep with a nightlight. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm we definitely We were talking about who
1: would play us in the spooky movie yeah. about this. That's how spooky That's right. we did talk is. about that. Yeah. Like,
0: who is your person again? I don't um, think I got to say... No, no, uh, Emma Stone. I'd be Emma Stone, really? No, we did, you don't remember? Like, Emma Stone think, would play you? Well, it was like... And then one, Renee
1: Zellweger was going to fla- play Like, me. flash forward, it was one in the morning. I think I'd... You know what, I'm gonna give myself some credit and I'm gonna say Christina Hendricks.
0: I wanna feel a little Ooh. sexy about it. Okay, hey, let's get this made. Yeah. Uh intellectual copyright, mind you, I'm gonna put Christina, that, hashtag yeah. Christina, talk no to one me, can call me. Have, exactly. This is uh intellectual copyright, Martha and Caitlin, turn of the screw. Um okay, so I'll jump right into it. <laughs> a week ago, let's start at the, the very beginning. Um at the you end, were born I was born in, in I'm just yeah I I found this awesome apartment on Craigslist after a year of living in a sprawling disgusting classic Silicon Valley uh, hovel which is like just a there's so many apartments that are beige stucco boring and have all these tech bro amenities like in unit laundry and <clears throat> dishwashers which are great. But there's something impersonable, impersonal about a lot of the <laughs> apartment buildings down here in the South Bay, and even in San Francisco. Like yeah. I have friends that live in the city, and it's kind of like that now. It's like, I think it's uh,
1: happening to a lot of cities, too. Yeah. It's just when they start building those condos and they just try to pack as many people pack, in.
0: Pack, pack, pack people yep. in. On, and families living in just sprawling, not sexy apartment units, that have a lot of anonymity, not really any kind of a community. So I really wanted to find a place, wanted to immediately get get out of the apartment that I'd been in for a year and find a place that had history. And I was looking for, specifically for a cottage house. And it was a tall order, but I, I did about two months of just every single day obsessively looking on on all of your apartments.com, Trulia, um, mm-hmm. you did Craigslist. Se- but
1: you also did The Secret. So you put oh, yeah, it out put there it in out the there. universe. Oh,
0: yeah. The Secret, just like Oprah. I put it out yep. there in the universe. Yep. I even made an inspiration board. No, I didn't. But a kind of a mental inspiration board. the universe board. said,
1: we'll give it to you, but I'm going to put a ghost in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was a catch. Yeah, exactly. And as soon as I saw this posting on Craigslist, everybody said, what's the catch? Yeah. Great price. Am- really, really good price. Mm-hmm. It's a small space, but I wanted a small space. It's a overhang of a garage carriage house, but it also has its own u- laundry unit and its own rose garden and parking spot. It's everything someone could want in the world. Oh, well, I could want in the world. Yeah. Um, You're not
1: gonna raise a family in here, but it's so roomy. It's, yeah, it, it works. It's perfect for one person. And we're here right now, by the way. Exactly. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, so we're in the apartment doing or in the cottage as i like to call it uh, recording this podcast because it's only appropriate to do so yes. did you hear that bang that's the yeah. landlord
1: i know it's the landlord but i'm still like Ugh.
0: yeah <laughs> ah, what was that martha's jumpy after this week's uh, bit of activity mm-hmm. so a month ago found this place met the landlord um just to paint a picture of what this place looks like i'm on about a half an acre no i don't know acreage let's just not lie <laughs> I'm on a... I'm she on finally a really admitted it. She doesn't know acreage, you guys. Yeah, i We sorry. got her. I am on a, a decent
1: size... Let's say like a half block.
0: A half a block. Mm, now
1: serious. I don't know blocks. Yeah. <laughs> you a, don't know acreages. Good, I don't know blocks.
0: It's a good size lot. Um, there's <laughs> a front house, which was built in 1900, um, in the classic craftsman style. With a bit of colonial elements. I'll, t- I'll post a picture without the address, of course. It's a full-on mansion. But it's a five-bedroom mansion with beautiful um, accenting and details. Is it Queen Anne? It's not a Queen Anne Victorian. Okay. That's a little bit more like your classic Painted Ladies of San Francisco. Those That's are Queen Anne's.
1: Winche- Winchester House is Queen Anne.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. It does, does have Winchester a House Victorian... Of San Francisco,
0: or San Jose, sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. It has a Victorian vibe to it, though. It's very... Um, yeah. elegant and it's very meticulously detailed
0: it's like the the kind of the victorian elements are really just this clustering of mm-hmm. the bit of the the boxed windows coming off of the main structure mm-hmm. so it's a really interesting um amalgam of different elements uh, built by this architectural firm out of san francisco called wolf and i should have given myself time to look it up but um yeah, I'll, I'll mention that at the end, but this architectural firm was uh, approached by this proprietor named Herman Moser in 1900 and built this house and then built the back cottage that we're in originally in 1910. Um, I didn't hear this from the landlord. I actually had to do a bit of digging. Mm-hmm. Um, all he told me was my wife and I own this house and you know we live nearby, but we rent out the main... F- front house and the back house coincidentally they were both up for rent at the same time which i was like oh that's interesting and kind of made uh, a, a, a suspicious look uh, when he said that and he was like it's just coincidence mm-hmm. you know um and martha's met my landlord he's very it's a very straight laced kind of guy mm-hmm. so um i'm just trying to figure out how i
1: can make 5 times what I make now so I can rent yeah. out that whole house. Well they,
0: they so they <laughs> bought this place he was saying 20 years ago. So yeah. I imagine you know that's 1998 would have been let's well, like it's still a really good market mm-hmm. that was before the tech bubble right. burst in like 2000. Man. But good for them. Good for them. He and his wife are I mean really this is it's just and they they actually made it a historical landmark. Yep. They bought it, they lived in it for a while and like pursued the city to make it a historical landmark, which is awesome. And thank goodness for people like them. Um I hope to one day be in that situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like he's kind of living the dream with his Porsches and everything. Yeah.
1: But he's keeping it up really yeah. well. So every like everything's well painted, yes. everything is maintained. Maintained. All the hardwood floors are taken care of. It's
0: gorgeous. Yeah. It's literally museum quality house um and they, he and his wife do all the restorations themselves which is really amazing but the cottage that i live in actually cool enough and coincidentally enough it was rebuilt uh 12 years ago so in 2000 and if i could do two, 12 12 2012 um it was rebuilt that's not right <laughs> i just
1: i'm not even trying
0: <laughs> wait that's 2008 it was rebuilt Wait, it's twenty eighteen. That would be ten years, so it's two thousand and six. Six two thousand six. It was rebuilt. Basic math, guys. I
1: just let you handle it as your eyes were sure. panicking.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were panicking. Um, two thousand six. It was rebuilt, so it's uh completely new plumbing, electrical, and detailing. But it's in this exactly the same because it's a historical landmark. They had to rebuild it the exact way that it looked in nineteen hundred. Really cool. I lucked out. And I immediately on the spot was like, "I'm renting this place. signed the lease. Gave him money." And uh, yeah, so a week ago, um, I moved in, and Martha with Martha's help, and uh, it was yeah, it roses from there. But um, yeah, it's it's tricky to move because you get really tired and long days, and you just feel fatigued. And there's an adjustment, and your commute changes, and yeah. all of that. So especially I've been when f- you're
1: still working,
0: yeah, I was working constantly through all of that and so I've been a bit frazzled and I haven't slept well and I've been a bit foggy headed um for the past week or so so I just kind of want to preface the turn of events with that kind of realistic setting uh but um yeah this week on Monday Monday 20 I'm sorry March 19th I the the several days worth of weird things began to happen um after a long work day, I came home and wanted to do some laundry and um, went into the laundry room and started things up. And then I turned and realized I had locked my keys in the laundry room. Really unfortunate. And I kind of wanted to be a cheapskate about it. And I didn't want to pay for a, a locksmith to kind of come out because they're expensive. And uh, so I texted the landlord and he wasn't coming out for a week. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to have the locksmith come. So he came. He was a really nice guy. And I did my laundry, and my dog Fido was with me, hanging out in the yard, but like glued to my side. Yeah, he's pretty he's attached. Like, yeah, to you. he's he definitely has anxiety and like attachment issues, so he's always right next to me. I step on him all the time because he's literally <laughs> glued to me. Um, so I didn't. Again, I'm saying this because of what's uh, what I'm about to explain. I go upstairs to the apartment. Fido follows or Fido actually goes up first, and then I follow upstairs because the laundry room is directly below me. And I hear a thud, and I thought Fido had knocked over a a picture.
1: So you're walking up these stairs. Yeah. You're you're going up the stairs so that your eye level is coming up to where the floor is. Yes.
0: Yeah, so they're like wraparound stairs. Stairs that are parallel to the where my actual living space is. Yep. So you go upstairs. It's a studio. It's a studio space, like a loft space. And I hear a thud, and I'm like, Fido, did you knock over a picture frame? And I go and look, and I see like a stick that he had dropped in the center of the floor. Presumably. Presumably a stick. Because,
1: well, presumably he had
0: dropped. Yeah, I could see just it from on his the floor. mouth. It was just on the floor. Okay, yes, Mar- this is true.
1: Because it that's was one of the kind of points of contention. Because you didn't see him having anything in his right. mouth,
0: right? So I didn't, and it, it didn't. I didn't see it in his mouth. I didn't see him with a stick, this this object in his mouth and drop it. I saw him pawing at this thing on the floor, and I was What's like, he... "Did you?" He's did... a little guy, by the way. Yeah, so you he's... would
1: notice. he Yeah, if yeah he's had like something fifteen pounds. Yeah.
0: He's got a little head. He's a terrier. He looks like Toto. And yeah, so he does. He's he does look Toto. like Toto. And um, he's Aww, just sleeping funny. here wistfully. And <laughs> if, I was like, what the hell? And it kind of pissed me off because I just mopped the floors. Mm-hmm. So I went and picked this up. And when I re- – <sighs> sorry. My, I, it's okay. Take, take your time. This I, is so it. I picked it up and instantly realized this is not a stick. This is a bone. And it's not a s- bone that you would get from an animal that you could procure from the market. like a. It's not a ham bone or a baby back rib bone or a steak bone or...
1: It's like bone as in cartoon of a bone. Exactly. Shape. A
0: long, nubbed, intact bone. Yep. And instantly I was like, what the actual F is going... Right. I was like, no, 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 no. I was really hoping, like, I'm not even kidding you. Oh, yeah. It's almost like when you are high or something like that, and you're like, oh, no, I'm too high. Like, no, no, let's make this go. I completely panicked. And I was like, no, no, this isn't real. Like, this is, let me just shake, and it'll go away. Yeah, you
1: want to walk away from it, because you're like, I just can't right now. I can't. Mm -hmm. Especially
0: after having that ordeal with with my laundry room door being locked, and... So And I, it was,
1: like, at this point, like, 10, 30, 11 at it night. It was, like, 10,
0: 30 at night. And I just wanted to Nobody's just, Nobody's got time for this. No. And so <laughs> I, I FaceTime my boyfriend. And I'm like, he's a very sensible person. And he's very, <laughs> like, level-headed. Sometimes almost to, like, a fault. Right. Where I can get kind of emotional. And he's just very level-headed. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm about to show you something. And he probably got
1: some other idea.
0: Oh, <laughs> he was like, I, like, "Yeah, let's." Well, I had my hair all up. I was doing laundry, so I was like, "Listen, I was doing laundry." He knew about the locksmith situation because I was kind of like, "This is who's coming for like security purposes." Uh-huh. Oh, good call. Yeah, hey, I'm a murderer right now, after yeah, all. Yeah, assess- um, DGM. Yes, and so I was like, "Okay, what I'm about to show you, <laughs> I need you to, <laughs> I need you to keep me calm." I said that. I was like.
1: Oh, Okay, I want to put myself in his shoes about that. Like preface.
0: Yeah, he was like, he. When I talked to him later, he was like, I had no idea what the hell was going on. So you just hold up like a broken so, arm or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to him, "Keep. I want you to keep me calm." I explained to him what happened, how I came upstairs and Fido was standing in front again. Not didn't it didn't come out of his mouth. Like I didn't see him with this stick or this bone in his also, mouth. Also,
1: he was with you while you were in the
0: laundry room yes he was glued to my side and uh so I held up the bone and I was like this is what this is and he's like oh wow oh wow what is that and I was right. like this is and I sent him pictures and then you could have totally messed with him you're like I thought
1: I did it. I thought I hid the body, and now it's no, okay. coming back. Or something Speaking like that. You could have really fucked with him. Speaking of, okay, so... Sometimes I kill kids, and now...
0: No. I know. So his response, though, and Martha, this you know is, this. I know. This is his the response, thing that gets me. And this is crazy, and again, love you out there, A, but, like, he was like, it could, it could have been in
1: your stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like like when she was unpacking, like, oh shit, my my bone just oh, rolled out onto do, the floor. You know what? <laughs> You're right. This totally. Oops, I forgot I had this bone, which, which is so bone. funny because when you told me that, I'm like, yeah, yeah but who would do that? that. Who oh, would yeah. do that except for except for me? Because I have a fossil collection. You have collection. a fossil
0: collection, which I call I, your bone collection, but it's fossils. No,
1: it's like fossils and natural history objects and stuff. So it was funny because I was like, "Who says that? Who does that?
0: Who who would ever have a bone?" Exactly. Except for me. Exactly. So I was like, "You know what? It's no offense, to you love, but like, I'm gonna call Martha." It's not like I'm Martha, yeah. Well, he said, "Would would Martha would know what that is?" He even said it. I was like, "Okay, you're love you, bye." And like,
1: called great great boyfriend work. There. I know. So
0: I called um I called Martha and didn't she didn't pick up. answer because it was eleven o'clock at that. Well, time. Well, I
1: want to explain because it's not what you were like. Oh, are you sleeping or are you? fooling around I mean, or whatever was you're doing. it
0: p.m. I thought you and your boyfriend were having private time.
1: <laughs> well, what, what it was is Chase was talking about work and I'm trying, We're. I'm trying, I'd am trying. like to be really good about like if somebody's talking about mm-hmm. something that's bothering them at work, like mm-hmm. stay focused. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to him because we were getting ready for bad and he's going on and on about some issues at work and stuff. And so I was like, no, I'm here for you. I'm making eye contact. It's really important. I'm there with you.
0: <laughs> You're a really, th- I think that's so important for me. That's really important in a partnership is like we're in a digital age, but you have to cognizantly know when to stay engaged in a conversation in real life. Well,
1: it also is a little, I was going to say training for him, but it's also like, so I would res- I would like that back yeah. in
0: the future. Yeah.
1: But it was funny because then she texts me and she sends a picture. So he said, hate so, to
0: bother. I
1: hate to bother you, but it but I, involves like, a bone. It involves a bone and she sends this picture. So I'm like listening to Chase like, yeah, no, I, I'm here. I hear you. That's great. The phone rings. I'm like, no, I'm putting that on mute. Listening. Here. Look down at the phone. There's a picture. I'm like, oh shit, you need to shut the fuck up now. I'm like <laughs> I was out. I'm like, what what?
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chase. And I'll i I'm you know, we're going to have drinks after this, but uh I'm, Oh, he got involved too. He did. So he's kind of in this story a
1: little bit. He did.
0: So like this is so good. So okay. Because
1: both of our boyfriends kind of dropped the ball that night.
0: I mean a little Chase bit. Was way more involved than. That.
1: Yeah, but he was supposed to come with. He should have. Oh, anyway. yeah,
0: that's right. So, so <laughs> I. It, Martha immediately calls me back. And, well, in the span of Martha calling me back, I called my best friend, Luis. And I said, Luis knows me. He's mm-hmm. known me for like 11 years. Like, he is my brother from another mother. Like, he is like mm-hmm. my. St- he thinks like me. We just talk about everything. So. He had known about all the hijinks and, like, had joked. But he's a very practical person, but, like, also, like, has a good ghost story. Oh. And we'll have to – actually, when we do our LA episode, yeah, we handy. have to talk about that. So, again, sensible, but, like, has a good story. Yeah. And works in the creatives, uh, creative arts. So he's a, he's a video editor. Um, so he has an imagination. Um, <laughs> but he was like, oh, hell no. Like, when I yeah, <laughs> called him, he was like, What? He's like, no, 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 no. And I know he listens to our podcast and gives notes, so I hope I'm like... <laughs> in fact, he was like, what is that? Yeah. That's so not cool. And like, it's like, I don't know what to say. Good luck. Yeah. It <laughs> <He> just said, <laughs> like luck. literally talked to me for five minutes and was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and, you know, um, I mean, what else can you do if you're not there in person? Yeah. But in the moment, you just feel so... I will say I have never felt more alone than when I found that Well, it's one of those
1: things that you're calling people and asking them to tell you
0: what to do. The solution. The solution or like documenting that you're not crazy. This really is happening. So when I
1: called you back, I wasn't sure how much you were freaking out. And so what I I immediately, I think you pick up and I said, it's a deer bone. Yeah. Because I think I just had this, like I wanted you to not freak too much, but I didn't know if it's a deer bone for sure.
0: but that was my thank guess Thank you for that thank you for that because it totally brought me from like 100 to zero and I wasn't like crying bawling emotional um emotionally outwardly expressive but it mm-hmm. was more like inside like you okay I, I'll be honest like I felt like is someone in the ha- on the property with me is this like how did this get into how your the room? heck did this get into my room my poor pup had this in his mouth or where did it or come? did oh, it? Because he was staring at it and I was, like, what is it? He was like, what is it? Like, not yeah. playing with it. Like, just... He stared at me like, mama, what is this? And, um, <laughs> yes, I'm one of those people that thinks that my, my dog sees me as his mother figure. Oh, he totally um, does. And he... Yeah, so th- within like 15 minutes, Martha was here. And... suppose... Yeah. So I just so said, quick. I'm coming over. Yeah. And in that... So when Martha was coming over, um, I... I got my mag light, my, like, police officer from Costco mm-hmm. mag light, and I went through, and this probably isn't smart. I should have got my taser as well. Um, I went through the whole entire yard, front and back, yeah, everywhere, looking for, like, and looked at the dog's paws. There was no dirt on his paws. I looked all over for, like, where could this have come from? Because it really freaked me out. Looked in my trash cans and everything. I could not find anything. Um, Martha shows up. I showed her, the, I retraced my steps, I showed her where I was at, where the dog came from. And of course she from. hands
1: it to me, and I oh, yeah, pick it I up, and it I'm like,
0: what? we've been true crime fans yeah. forever,
1: and we're just like, let's just put our DNA well, all over this shit. I know,
0: but it's at the same time, you want to look at what you're handling, yeah, and you want to like see what it is, and it is, I mean, okay, so we kind of got scientific, and like I got my measuring tape out, per Martha's advice, we measured it. And it I had was, Chase
1: on the phone, and he was looking up. Yeah tibia because our guess was it's, it's a tibia chase and i were like it's
0: a tibia of something it's very straight it looks like a dense bone so it would come from like a, a it's a mammal axi- auxiliary auxiliary mm-hmm. uh, li- like a limb yep and a mammalian it's about
1: it's a little over nine inches, inches. Mm-hmm.
0: and it was split
1: like cracked down the middle a little bit and so there's a little bit missing but otherwise it's intact so it and it had no marrow in it yeah so, really old so that implies yeah it's really old it almost looked petrified a little bit. So I, it definitely felt more like some of the stuff I have in my collection. I don't have he, human or any. No. But I do actually have deer, deer parts, I was going to say. I have deer parts in my apartment. But yeah, like a I have deer an antler uh, here. Like a jaw uh, jawbone and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was old, for sure. Yeah. So we were measuring it. We put it in a plastic bag. Yeah, I
0: put it in a Ziploc bag, which um, I Chase use was doing bread, his, like, so there's loosening. crumbs in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoever Who did, did this, yeah. they were eating a biscuit. Clearly eating a biscuit. <laughs> um, yeah, so Chase was like our our guy on the ground doing the research. Well, because we by the time I get here, because
1: he wasn't paying attention when I left, so he's texting me going, "Wait, where are you? Why are you, you're at Janessa's?" And yeah. I was like, "No, I said Caitlin. I'm going to Caitlin's house." And he's like, "Oh, why? Wait, what?" And I was like, "There's a bone."
0: He had a long day, uh, like a, yeah. a not fun day, but it was just so great
1: because he suddenly like he suddenly realized he had no clue where we were. Yeah, so he couldn't help if anything because no. he was freaked out that somebody had was messing with yeah, you. Yeah, and
0: planted it. That was Chase's response was, did someone plant this in on your property? And that's, hey, that's a really fair call out. Like, you don't know when you move yeah. into a neighborhood. I mean, Hollywood stories have given us a, you know, a, a bit of a colorful, like, imagination of, like, worst case scenarios. But let's face it, real stuff is weird, too. Yeah. A reality sometimes is stranger than fiction, yeah. as I say. He,
1: he was worried also that we're two girls at night someone might be messing with you and yeah. there's an empty mansion that there somebody could empty be mansion squatting in the front i don't know how they would get in but it's just it just you wasn't an ideal know. situation and you don't know
0: who lived here before right. i mean the landlord told me the front so the people that lived in the front house it was a family that lived there for 5 years their kids went to the elementary school across the mm-hmm. way um, the person that lived in the back house uh, lived here for 3 years so but you never know the circumstances yeah. Um, or people's mental state. I mean, the smart thing to do, and I mean, this is kind of a note to myself is I should have changed the locks like the first day I was here. Yeah, and then giving him too. And you're supposed to like give, of course, give your landlord the the new set of keys. Um, he said that he had changed the locks when I moved in, but sometimes it's good to be yep. safe. Um, That's a good note. Yeah. yeah. So Martha and I measured the bone, and then we went through the yard again with like new sets of eyes. At all, throughout, I mean, throughout the whole, it was like a thirty-minute.
1: Yeah, and we well, what we did find we found some, bones, found some rib bones. We found some rib bones, which was the scary. Was a really like oh scary. shit moment, but they were just rib. They as were soon as we picked baby them up, back rib bones. There were
0: little pieces of fat still attached. Uh, the landlord did tell me that the people that lived here before. Oh, Fido stretching. Um. The the landlord told me uh, the people liked to barbecue, and the reason he told me that is because. He was like, they left their barbecue. Do you want it? And I was like, no, I'm I'm vegan. Like, that's okay. Like, I'm, I mean, actually, there's actually a recent study that came out this week, funny enough, that uh, charred food, like, increases your uh, blood pressure through the roof. Oh, I'm not so surprised. So eating, yeah. like, just anything barbecued with that charring is, like, really bad for you. Oh. So, um, hey, I, I decided not to. <laughs> that was to- <laughs> so
1: smug. Hey.
0: You're all going to die. You're all going <laughs> to die. Stop eating that charbroiled, well, also anything, it was, even
1: vegetables. Whoever lived here, it was pretty it's shitty of them to just throw that too because as soon I texted that yeah. to Chase, like, yeah, we found some ribs, but they're baby back ribs. He's like, you need to pick those up because dogs, they'll splinter. Yeah, they
0: splinter when they're cooked. So do, like, do not let your dog have a cooked meat bone. You're supposed to give them raw bones. Every yeah. uh, good dog owners know that. I mean, that's kind of mean to say, but yeah, hey, well, for those of you that don't we're gonna know. We're going to lose our
1: bad dog owners. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, we did pick those up. We We picked those up, threw them away.
0: But clearly, not matching. Not the same. The density of a pig bone and or a cow bone is so different than any other. An aviary bone, so a bird bone, is lighter. Um,
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean,
0: through the anatomy that I yeah yeah, through Martha's science illustration background and my art history background, where you have to take um, just basic anatomy and figure drawing you can kind of, like, surmise. Mm-hmm. Again, I was like, hey, this looks human. Like, in the back of both of our minds, it was like, this yeah, is definitely a deer a human. So,
1: so we were doing, doing a lot of research into what are the most commonly mistaken yeah. for human bones. Yeah. So we're like, okay, if it's not
0: human, it's a deer. Yeah. And, um... So it kind of came to the point where we exhausted our own detective work. We could no. not find where he.
1: No. no. If he had, if Fido no. had done no. this, there was no digging. No digging anywhere.
0: No, it's so creepy. Even it's so weird. Even explaining it again, and I have told. Listen, when you go to work and you work in a tech office, like and everyone's really straight laced. Yeah. Being the girl that found the bone, in her. 1900 you know yeah. a cottage that every that's I, how you get i was up the, so excited the, about this place that I told people yeah <laughs> no I was like I don't want to get a reputation where people think I'm maybe someone that doesn't judge reality with hyperbolic with hi- everything exactly but at the same time this is really weird yeah and versus you call me and I'm like I'm in let's do this yeah <laughs> and I'm the kind of person that would do the same if yeah. he, this happened to you
1: my turn will come. Yeah,
0: no. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, so, I was on edge. Pretty much didn't sleep that night. We also
1: were going around this house in the middle of the night with flashlights, and you kept sh- shining into the house a little bit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, not that I, Like, I'm not scared or anything. But when you start shining flashlights into
0: an abandoned looks, mansion, in it looks the middle like of the you're like, like going through the Titanic or something. It's oh, very yeah.
1: eerie. And you're just gonna because there are a few like like a couple of the Tiffany ish lamps were were yeah. on. In there, and you just you're gonna get reflections of something, and it's gonna spook the hell out of you. I was just waiting for a face to appear. Oh my god! And when when you have the windows that are for the basement, and you're starting to go down there on the ground and flash them in, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, I was.
0: I think I was just like kind of. You were testing. I was was testing myself because I was creeped out at that point. I was like, you know what, Martha's here. Well, I'll I'll at least have like a, um, a witness to whatever we see. Because okay, my dog, and Martha knows this, but I should have also shared, Fido. He's a curious little terrier. He's a true 100% definition of a terrier. He loves to sniff things. He loves to scavenge. He likes... He's super friendly, um, which is oftentimes really annoying for me. Like, he's Mm -hmm. jumped in strangers' cars before. (laughs) If there's a hole in a fence, he will go into it. He's tried to climb into dumpster bins. He's a curious (laughs) little guy, and... He also likes to just stare at things, Oh yeah. and that is a very freaky thing to do. So what he likes to do, and I've noticed, he also doesn't see really well at night. He's only three years old, but he just doesn't like darkness. I mean, okay. I think that's pretty much like a dog thing. Like if it's dark, I'm not okay. going to go there. Cats can see better at night. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like to go into the yard very much at night, so usually he'll just do his thing really quickly and come back upstairs. But he really has an aversion to that main front house.
1: Yeah. at nighttime. I took some pictures of him that night just staring. Just staring with his ears kind of up just staring at this empty mansion. Yeah. Which was like, oh no, 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 no.
0: It's, it's so very, creepy. Uh, I will say living here alone for only a week and a half and it's going to be another month or so before anyone else lives there. Um it, it's, it's 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 really annoying that he goes out there and he does that cuz it creeps me the hell out. Mm-hmm. And I just want to not be creeped out and I want to like right. sleep well and not be scared. I want this to feel like my home because it is my home and it, I want it to feel that way. So yeah.
1: Um, bones or no bones. Bones
0: or no bones. So this happened after Martha left, it was very, very hard to settle in and fall asleep. We, you, you saged it. it. You saged I the saged the, the out hell out of this house. Um, and and then I finally like exhaustively like got like an, an hour of sleep
1: and I ended up not sleeping that night because then Chase, Chase was coming up with all these things.
0: Yeah, it's a, like this doesn't happen her, who, ever. Yeah, yeah. Who. I mean, even and Adrian. So I don't sorry to like dro- drop names, but um, Adrian, like in <laughs> his bone comment of like, oh, it was in your stuff, it was yeah. clearly it was in your stuff, and he just forgot about it. Yeah, it was like, okay, he's not. He's not really interested in like the what if, what if, what a coulda, shoulda, like what if this situational yeah. conversation. So I um, went to sleep. Next day, I told Martha and I, I was just going to go to the police because when you find a bone of questionable origin, you're supposed to take it to the police. And I called the uh, San Jose Police Department the next day and they said, no, 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 like you wouldn't take it to the office. We'll have officers come out because if you have something that you're going to give to them, yeah. they want to see where it came from. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually be physically back at home. So that evening, Tuesday, the M- March 20th, after work, called the police. Well, we did. Re- you did do research, but we can get back on that. Oh, yeah, that day. So I'll just, um, yeah, good point, Martha, actually. Okay. Uh, the next day, sorry. or sorry, it was Tuesday by that point, and I yeah was gonna call the police after I got home from work. And we but were during that day, back and forth, yeah, we were just come on, it's a manic like, What do you state. know? What's happened?
1: Where are the bone? More, more bones? What's going on? Yeah,
0: it's so distract. I mean, come on, it's really hard to stay focused yeah. on work when you've got so much on your mind and had such an eventful night the night prior, and again, like one to two hours of sleep. Yeah. So I did a little research into the history of the house. And to kind of to get into that bit, um, so I found the record of the landlords going to the city of San Jose and the county of Santa Clara and requesting that the property become um, a registered landmark home. And with that be- uh, included the supplemental documentation of the origin of the house. And I'm gonna get into that. Give me a second. I might have to edit this out. One second, one second, one second. Um, sorry, guys. There we go.
1: So basically, you were doing yeah. online research about the origins of the house and who owned it. So back yeah. to that, Herman Moser. So
0: yeah, with okay. So the documentation of um of the property being built was included in this historical request. <laughs> the landmark request. Um, and so it was built in, like I said, 1900 by Herman Moser paid for it. Um, I can't find the web page. I have to – just one more second.
1: You know what? I might have it on my.
0: Oh. Just kidding. Here it is. Okay. So, again, it was built um, <clears throat> by the architectural firm uh, – oh, my gosh – Sorry. Hold on. I have it here, but I... I'm going to edit this bit out. That's fine. Yeah. um, Like, all of my webpages closed from the last time I had this open.
1: Because I feel okay. like the, the interesting part is the if we had to quote anything in particular, it would be the suicide. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm I'm pulling that up too. Hold on. Okay. So here, I there it is. Okay. So Herman Moser and his wife Miriam were well-known San Jose residents, um, and they operated a barber shop and hair salon in downtown Santa Clara Street in San Jose.
1: Back in the day where Back you could be a day. barber and have a house like this.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it was insane. Um, they were both uh, first-generation Americans uh, with from German extraction. And, yeah, they raised their family in San Jose and had this house built by this architectural firm, which is not popping out from this document, but um, out of San Francisco, uh, they they lived in San Francisco for a bit, but then came back down to San Jose to have this house built. And um, funny enough, the house is historically known as the Sommers House, S-O-M-E-R-S, Sommers. And that's because the family who bought it after they had it built were the Somers family. It's really interesting. And I guess... There's a a prominent woman named Harriet L. Sommers that lived here and ran uh, her business from the house, which is really cool. And that was in the early 1903. Um, So, what's interesting about the original owners, though, Herman Moser, is (laughs) uh, doing some digging. When you found
1: this out, it was just Yeah, it was
0: really, really interesting. Herman was actually included or involved as a witness. for a a missing person case in, like, the early 1900s. That went to the
1: Supreme Court of California. Yeah, it
0: went to the Supreme Court of California. And I'm thinking maybe the population was so low that (laughs) it went up to that, like, major court because it just feels... Imagine a missing person being brought to the Supreme Court...
1: Well, maybe, because I read the same thing. Did you gather that it was because it it set a precedent for the waiting time before you can acquire assets from someone after they've gone missing? Oh. And that's kind of what I gleaned from it. Like, it was a Supreme Court decision because that was the main issue at hand. I oh. might be wrong about that. You know so, what?
0: It's been a few days since I read over this, so that's my, my mistake for not um, oh, all good. doing some research. But... So basically tell what happened. So yeah, Herman... yeah. So Herman, so he was involved in this court case. His brother-in-law, Benny Benjamin, went missing in 1900, and a letter um, in Herman's defense, or in his, what, what do you call it, like witness, uh, when he was a witness on the trial, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> he presented a letter from Benny as proof that Benny had... Um, mental health issues, he had sent a letter to Herman at his San Jose residence here, Mm -hmm. and it had said, brother, by the time you find this, I will be at the bottom of the sea, so don't come looking for me. Postmarked, it had been sent from the city of San Francisco on a date that Herman said that he was at home. Because Benny
1: would... Apparently worked in San Francisco, yeah. lived in San Jose, would travel back and forth yes. every day, yeah, and, and then just never came home one day. Never came home one and day, and then Herman gets this letter supposedly, yeah, saying "Don't look for I'm, me. I'm in the I'm at, I'm the, at bottom the bottom of, of the ocean. Sea. The ocean, which is, I mean, it's close but not a close well. San Francisco trip. would be yeah, right there. True. So if he was working
0: in San Francisco, but um, he. Yeah, he uh, went missing, this guy, Benny Benjamin. Really interesting that the original owner or creator of this house would have such a... A A missing brother-in-law. A missing brother-in-law. And it would be
1: addressed to Herman, the letter from Benny. Yeah, rather than his brother-in-law. Also, they never found Benny. No, they never found him. And I think from what I gleaned, I could be wrong, the court case was about Herman trying to liquidate Benny's assets to acquire his assets in the Supreme Court. I might be wrong on that, but the Supreme Court was like, well, it was that precedent of you wait, you have to wait seven years after someone goes missing, yeah, and he before actually
0: declaring them dead. Wow, which makes sense, but um, yeah, it's just such a, when you find when you find a bone in your backyard <laughs> and then you find the origin of the house to be so. Uh, Let's say that doesn't happen to everybody, mm-hmm. right? I don't know anyone that's ever happened. Yeah, that too. was a
1: oh my god moment. Like, holy crap, really? Yeah. There's a missing Benny.
0: So with that on the mind, I go home, and um, I mean, it just gets so weird.
1: It also did. Oh, there was one other thing that in the court case it was brought up a lot that Benny had a nice home life. He was very happy. He had his family. Yeah. Um, here in San Jose, and he came home every night to be with them, and he was very much a family man, and by all accounts, yeah, happily.
0: Yeah, okay. Here, I'm pulling up the court case. It, um, it, from the Superior Court of and S- City uh, County of San Francisco, from an order to refuse a new trial, that's when this story gets brought up. Um, the allegations were denied uh, that the get yeah, Benny Benjamin was duly and regularly suspended from um, his workplace. Uh, apparently he had. He had mental health issues, and he had attempted oh, he suicide before. Okay, I missed Unsuccessfully. That part. And, but yeah, to your point, um, Herman Moser was trying to receive assets from him, and very interesting situation indeed. So <laughs> yeah, uh, the story just, <laughs> the plot kind of thickens. I go home from work a little bit early after reading that, And I come home. I'm like, is there anything
1: in those documentations that say how long Benny's tibia was? Yeah, exactly. Can get that in the court case? I
0: know. I think we had a conversation about like, well, if this is a tibia that belonged to a person, you'd have to be kind of a small person. But like people in the 1900s that were like, let's face it, like first generation, maybe not coming from like the great, greatest circumstances were smaller people. They weren't the size <laughs> yeah. we are now.
1: I think you texted me, well, well, we all know that Benny Benjamin was a small deer-like man. <laughs> yeah,
0: he could have been a small deer-like man, yeah. hence having a bone like a deer. Um, <laughs> I get home though, and Fido, my dog, is trapped in the bathroom. Yep. And um, <sighs> that really spooked me. So my bathroom has a solid w- walnut door, and it's a heavy door. Fido's not really the kind of the guy to just, like, he's never locked himself in a bathroom or a closet before. Oh, really? No. He's never done that? Okay. No, and not only was he locked in the bathroom, but my bathroom shelving caddy unit, it's like this metal shelf that's kind of independent, so it's not, it's not screwed into the wall, but it's liftable. Or you can lift it. Yeah. You can move it's it. It's like all
1: your toiletries. Yeah. For the bathroom, because it's a small bathroom, we're one of those like
0: kind of metal shelving shelving things. things And it weighs about 40 pounds, so it's heavy. It was on my tile floor, and it had been moved to the center of the bathroom. It had been moved
1: perfectly parallel to the wall, too. It was evenly moved. Yes. So it's not like it was scooted.
0: Exactly. I don't know what the hell happened, um, but Fido was freaking out. He had pooped all over the bathroom. He was just drool everywhere. The bathroom smelled from the stress that they produce when they get freaked out. Um, Like pheromones change and their saliva gets really smelly. And he was freaking out, and there's like scratch marks on the paint, so I'm going to have to like repaint the bathroom wall. But um, yeah, he he was strapped in there, and I, I freaked out. Like I called the landlord, and I was like, Left him a voicemail. Yeah. And not to be like a crazy tenant, but I was like, hey, my dog, you know, I emailed him with the bone pictures earlier in the day. And I was like, my dog is trapped in the bathroom. Like, were you in the apartment today? Because I had a leak when I first moved in and he fixed it. But I I didn't know if he was like coming to check on the leak or the house or whatnot. Um, And he uh, should be notifying you. He should be notifying me. And he... Text me back, like maybe, I, or I called me back about 30 minutes later and was like, no, I would let you know if I was in the apartment. what Why would you think that? And I said the dog was trapped in the bathroom. yeah He was freaking out. Um, my shelving unit had been moved. And, I mean, what could have happened is Fido could have gone in there, somehow wiggled the door closed and, like, wiggled the shelving unit. But evenly it, away from the door. Evenly <laughs> away from the door. But, like, Martha and I try to move it. Oh yeah, Martha came over after that as well. Like I, <laughs> I'm on call. I'm <laughs> oh, so God. in. I swear I'm not one of those people, but um, sh- yeah we we try to move it, and it like wants to tip over. So it's very, very strange, very strange sh- circumstance indeed to have found a bone the night before, found out this weird situation with the original owner of the house, and then to come home to the dog trapping himself in the bathroom.
1: And on that one, when I came over, I was like, let's just say it was the dog. Yeah,
0: let's just say it was the dog. Because at this point, it's too weird. There's
1: no other way to figure that
0: out. There's no
1: sciencing your way out of that one. No, there isn't. (laughs) But I still, it's weird.
0: It's weird. So the, the police come over after that, and I give them the bone. Yeah, that was Tuesday. Did you? Maybe you didn't come over, and I was just on the phone with you taking pictures. I can't remember. For the timeline? No, oh, I was over here. I saw, I saw, I took a picture too. Of That's where, right, we were here. Early.
1: It's the timeline. So Monday, let me back up a little Yeah. Monday, she finds the bone. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Yeah. Tuesday, we do the research. You do the research. We read up on Moser. Tuesday evening, so you jumped ahead Tuesday, to the document. So yeah, Tuesday evening, the police she calls over. the cops. Yeah. And then Wednesday, cuz we well, were going to go to uh, a, so, a conference okay. but i we'll step back to the cops yeah. but wednesday is when the, the dog was the, dog the thing bathroom. happened that's right and i i did come over i'm sorry i
0: really have had such little sleep this no, week but it's, it's like good. converging timelines <laughs> but thank so, goodness i so, have somebody of level head to keep track back to tuesday tuesday evening the police come in and retrieve the bone and they told me they're going to send you know two cops that have like a lull in their night like it, <laughs> So they end up coming over quite late. It was like 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. And they they do, you know, give them the bone. And they were like, ask me the whole run of questions. Where did this come from? All of that. And they, (laughs) one of the really sweet older cops, he was like, well, I got to say, this is the largest bone that I've ever collected in my career. <laughs> and I was like... Like, do you go, thank you? <laughs> I was like, well, that's not something I wanted yeah, to hear. Exactly. And like laughed. And he was like, oh, I know. But I'm just being honest with you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. This looks really weird. Um, they, they go through the whole backyard. They ask me all the questions. And, um, you know, I said I was spooked by it. And they said, well, yeah, no, no wonder. Yeah. And they said we're gonna run this um, to the coroner, or we're gonna run. So we're gonna put in all the details for the coroner's office to examine it. So I feel like if they didn't, if they thought it was a baby back rib, they wouldn't waste right their time and energy. You texted me and said, said that they had sad. said yes, it was human. They said when they when they retrieved it, they said this looks human. Yep. And I said I know that's why I called you. And um, they said, well, we're gonna submit this to the coroner. And so they took photographs, and they I guess they called. I thought that they were going to go run it over to the coroner's office, mm-hmm. but I guess they they called it in and um, gave all the details. And then the, an anthropologist was involved. Mm-hmm. They were in the front of the house doing this, and I went back inside. And um, the coroner, so they came back and said they want to take it into the office because the anthropologist thought it was improbable to be... Hum- a high probability of not being human, but the coroner disputed that. Oh, really? Yeah, and said, "Still bring it in. It still looks really old. It doesn't look like a butcher yeah. bone." It's and because I, it's, it's an it's, open
1: investigation. In terms of the length, from what from my sciencing of it, yeah. from our sciencing of it, it's kind of in between the max for a deer and the in a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like right in that in between. It length. is.
0: And it, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll post pictures of this bone, but, um, I mean, they were like, even the cops were creeped out. Yeah. They were. They even said, okay, we'll do, like, we'll make sure to do, like, check-ins every, every night, like, oh, around really? this area. Yeah. So they said that they'd drive by, like, and throughout the evening around this area. Um, and I was like, yeah, thank you. Nice. I would really appreciate it. That's the least you could do. I let them know the front house is being rented out in a few weeks and I'd be alone. And they, yeah. they definitely said so they would definitely do their roundabouts. And they gave me their direct number to call in case anything suspicious yeah. had happened. So, um, But they couldn't find a dig spot? They couldn't find... Nothing, and we're stumped, and we're like, this is so weird. They took a bunch of pictures. They they were like, there is nothing here that shows that this came from this so property. So how did they
1: react when you said, I walked up, my dog didn't have anything? Did, they did you like, tell that what? whole story? Yeah. yeah, I
0: said, I said, you know... <laughs> I know I know what this sounds like. Yeah. But this is what happened. The mm-hmm. dog had it in the center of the floor. It wasn't in his mouth. <sighs> there was no... I don't know how it got into my apartment. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's such a creepy feeling. It must have just rolled have out of your luggage. Right. Just like Adrian <laughs> said. It's just I forgot that I had that human bone that I found digging <laughs> in Peru that one time. Yeah. <sighs> But how did Benny get down to Peru? I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so stuck on the Benny thing. I know. So the dog was trapped in the bathroom. So what? I went ahead and I got um, a camera for my apartment. So I'm monitoring daily. But I will say, since I got the camera, I've like slept sound, sound. Yeah, that late. makes sense. Um, I feel better. I sage this place every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't feel creeped out. Um, but... I mean, there's an open investigation with the San Jose Police Department it's on this bone that came from some place.
1: And he, he, so, here's the thing: if
0: it's a if it's a ghost, which
1: I don't necessarily believe in, but when it's yeah. the middle of the night and you're holding a bone and and I Stuff, love ghost weird. stories. I like ghost we stories, like,
0: but like living in a ghost yeah. story is not fun. But
1: if it was, it would be. It a would coin. be the. It would be in the genre of help me solve this mystery
0: exactly exactly like help me solve something rather than like, like i want like hey mess it's benny
1: up. somebody needs to know so i talked to fido and fido's going to help me out
0: i hope and so and poor fido's
1: like i don't want any part yeah, of this yeah fido wants
0: nothing to do with that fido like loves nothing more than to sniff trash and to like collect balls yeah don't we all yeah that's all and you need that's his favorite thing to do is like to smell trash and um, meet other dogs and sniff butts and so that's the life,
1: man. <laughs> that, uh, He's like, I didn't ask for this shit. Yeah,
0: I think. Okay, so I would love. Um, I was tempted to put this on Reddit, but I really just don't have the time and energy to to kind of weed through like the comments. Everybody that's a redditor out there kind of knows how painful Reddit can be sometimes. Yeah, and um, I don't really want to put. This is like kind of a personal story to me too. So I wanted to share this with our podcasting listeners rather than kind of put it out there to the general world. But I would love, I think Martha and I would love to hear people's input and feedback. And if there's anyone out there that happens to be an anthropologist, I mean, Martha is a science illustrator. So she does not
1: qualify me whatsoever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um, if anyone's out there that like wants to share, please do or share stories, similar stories, um, please do. Um, I will, uh, again, our, like, Google voicemail is 669-221-1253. And um, our, our website is turnofthesgrouppodcast.blueberry, dot <laughs> uh, But, yeah, drop us a line. And we will keep you posted yeah. if we suddenly yes. find a skull yeah, oh, or something. Oh, no. Sorry. We will not find <laughs> it. I get to
1: say all this stuff and then leave, so and I feel leave. bad because I keep, like, bringing stuff up but if anything happens or if whatever if the dog does if something else weird happens you will definitely be the first to know exactly because this is all happening in like this week it's all happening in
0: real time this is why we wanted to post it and talk about it it's like you know yeah we were gonna do santa cruz this
1: week and it's like nope no way got a bone people this is not a drill
0: exactly (laughs) and it's like how my mom even said and martha's mom said this too it's like we put this kind of out there into the universe that like we like kind of creepy history, spooky history. And we did the secret on this too. We did the secret (laughs) on this and we kind of got it. And it's, but I mean, it's unfortunately unresolved. I'm also going to put this in an email and send it to my favorite murderer. And, um, it's unresolved. I don't know if we'll ever get a resolve in a way. It's kind of like the pain, the heartbreak of a a cold case. (laughs) Sometimes there's just not a final answer well hopefully yeah it's if the cops weird. learn something hopefully they will they said remember they, would. they got my contact information yeah. i got theirs so um and the landlord seems like went nothing to do with it he's yeah, like that was oh, the let's funny put, thing put away this he was just like d- really didn't comment he was like oh wow there's an open investigation i shared the case number with him and he was like well the first
1: oh. email you sent him the email yeah saying hey just let you know this I found is what's phone and he, he writes back Oh, it's no no need to go to the police unless you think it's human. Kind and of a, LOL. And a kind of smiley tone. face. Yeah.
0: And I <laughs> like, he's yeah, no a, shit. Yeah, that was very bizarre. So yeah. Um that's the story. Well, yeah, that's the story. So and we'll far. keep you posted. Yeah, so far. But <laughs> other than that, um yeah, just to kind of end on a positive note, I highly recommend everyone to go out and listen to Broadhouse Reach, the new Jack White album. I've been, like, <laughs> so into it. I haven't um, heard it yet. We're going to go see him. Yeah, we're going to go see him in August. But, like... uh I know he's listening. We love you, Jack. We love you, Jack. Like uh, also, Jack, you are Martha's rock star. But yeah. When
1: we first were talking about, I think about music or something. I just said, I just stated we waxed like
0: poetic on Jack White. He, for I was like, just a like, Jack minutes. White
1: is my rock star, and I just <laughs> don't know what I meant by that. But it's like I just claim. I'm like, no, he's mine. I love
0: him so so much, and he makes you can me have, happy. You can have him too. Oh, thank. You. Okay, so he's <laughs> our rock star, and um, yeah, I I love the fact that he mentioned Caravaggio and ice uh, ice mm-hmm. I, uh, I stayed zebra the song on the new album um so that's your recommendation that's my recommendation for the week that's been getting me through the the long nights of uh, living in a bone house
1: living in a bone house that's the (laughs) title yep living in a bone that is it that's a good that's a good title it is a good title i think we can end on that thanks martha thank
0: Thank you (laughs) well thank you
1: well thank you for including me in your epic saga of bones
0: in bottom line (laughs) martha is a down ass uh die ride, ride or die bitch, <laughs> who will like going. come a- in the middle Murphy? of the night and help solve fuck a bone yeah, mystery. I and like, you got a bone, I'm there. Yeah, we are like the modern day Nancy Drew duo. Like, oh, fuck yeah. the Hardy Boys. I think we We're the that. turn I was of like, the screw I'm gonna girls. Nancy Drew this shit. Like, yes. I was saying that when I came over. <laughs> yeah, we are having a lot of fun with this, but spooked as. Oh yeah, it was creepy as hell while yeah. it happened. It's exciting now when when you
1: think it's all fun and games, and then suddenly you're standing exactly next to an empty mansion with a bone
0: with a bone in your hand (laughs) shit gets real yep okay well keep it real and have a great week and we will speak soon Bye, bye guys bye